I love Gertrude Stein, but most of the time I'd rather read Tolstoy. This is Poetry Says. I'm Alice, and today I want to talk to you about a poet who tends to scare people. That quote about reading Tolstoy rather than Stein is Madri Perloff. She's a hugely influential poetry critic, and most people would almost certainly agree with her. If Tolstoy is difficult, then Stein is just unapproachably hard. She's impossible. But today, I want to give you a Stein poem that I think can actually be really comforting. I think this poem can guide us through disaster. So, biographical detail. Gertrude Stein was born in the US in 1874. She died in Paris in 1946. America is my country. Paris is my hometown, is the way she puts it. She wrote poems and novels and plays. She was this incredibly powerful writer, but I think she still is. The poem I'm going to read today is nearly 100 years old. It was published in 1922. The first time I read it, I was doing a poetry course, and I was really upset by this one. It was jarring, kind of ugly, really difficult. I just wanted to ignore it, get back to the pretty easy stuff. But now it's a poem that just stays with me, and I just kind of bring it out in case of emergency. So the poem itself is called Let Us Describe, and as I said, it's part of that longer poem from 1922 called I Dem the Same, a Valentine to Sherwood Anderson. This is how it goes. Let us describe how they went. It was a very windy night, and the road, although in excellent condition and extremely well graded, has many turnings, and although the curves are not sharp, the rise is considerable. It was a very windy night, and some of the larger vehicles found it more prudent not to venture. In consequence, some of those who had planned to go were unable to do so. Many others did go, and there was a sacrifice. Of what shall we, a sheep, a hen, a cock, a village, a ruin, and all that, and then that, having been blessed, let us bless it. So there you have it. The first two-thirds are pretty straightforward. There's an inkling that something might go wrong, but it's not exactly filled with dread or anything like that. Um, there's these people in place A, they need to get to place B, but it's a windy night and there's some difficult roads to navigate. Then there's this break at the word sacrifice. Something happens and the poem just starts to disintegrate. It breaks down. These images start flashing at you. The syntax is all messed up. And then she kind of ties it up again with this blessing. Having been blessed, let us bless it. Kind of tying it back to the title there, let us describe. So in a way, even though things get very confusing, um, there is a sense of landing and completion or conclusion at the end. So is this jarring? Is it frustrating? Is there a sense that the poem's not doing what it's meant to do? Let's come back to the shift that happens at the word sacrifice. Sacrifice is a really interesting word for Stein to use here, I think, because it suggests that someone is doing something, someone is sacrificing something for a purpose, almost. But if you're interpreting the poem in terms of all that build-up that goes before with the people in place A getting to place B, the difficult roads, 
all this discussion of weather, you might be thinking, oh, there's been a car accident. So sacrifice is pretty confounding a word to use there, pretty confronting in a way. It's almost as if she's saying, oh, there's a reason that this had to happen. So be that as it may, then there's these flashing images and all this broken syntax. There's the village, the ruin, the sheep kind of flashing in and out. It's almost as if the speaker's gone into this state of incoherency, like she can't process what's coming in, um, almost like she's in shock in some way. And then again, coming back to that blessing, that sort of tying it all up and giving it this neat sense of completion, even though what's gone before is anything but neat. So how could any of that be comforting? How could that be useful if you're in some kind of state of emergency? Well, to me, the poem reflects the way disaster breaks down your understanding of how things happen in a linear, predictable way. There are these points in life if disaster strikes when nothing makes sense. So you don't want a poem about a disaster to make sense. You don't want things to happen in a linear or predictable way. And to me, basically, it seems like Stein's giving us this little inch of space here inside this poem where the chaos of disaster can live without it being shoved into a story, without being asked to make sense. So she's uncomfortable to read, and there's a reason that Stein scares people. There's a good reason you might want to go read Tolstoy or basically anything else. But I do think she's an incredible, incredibly powerful writer, and I think this is a really good poem to have around for times when things don't make sense. Thanks for listening. You can find show notes at poetrysays.com and you can tweet me at poetrysays.com.